WeddingCentral.com. Welcome, welcome to Wedding Central. You are with us. Um, we are broadcasting straight from Cape Town this week, which is always, always fun to be away from Joburg. Uh, full studio. Um, I'm doing studio in inverted commas. In commas <laughs> Very strange not having yeah, my earphones. earphones. Yeah, so we're kind of hoping for the best. But um, we're doing everything from our apartment in Cape Town, beautiful Cape Town, and we've got five people in the studio with us. I'm going to call it studio, so just bear with me. Kylie, let's go around the table. Kylie, welcome to the show, my co-host. <laughs> hello, hello, welcome back. Yeah, so we, I'm in Cape Town um, because we've opened the school and the students have started today and uh, they started yesterday, some of them. Um, so it was nice to have some of the students starting and we actually had a bit of a, a speed date with some of the suppliers. <laughs> so they, they got to meet the, the students. Fabulous. Let's go around the table. I'm going to start with Mitty to my left here. Mitty, tell us a little bit about your company, the venue, and, and what kind of you, you guys are about. Hi, um, yeah, I'm from Wojtgenacht Estate, we're in Stellenbosch. Um, we're a 30-year-old venue already, we do quite a lot of weddings, we do corporate events as well. Um, we see a bit of everything, really. Fabulous, fabulous. Yeah. Um, and then Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Elizabeth, I'm the owner of Better Lily Floral Design. Um, we actually celebrated our first birthday um, oh, in January, so I've, I've been around the block in the film mm-hmm. industry, and then took the big step to opening my own mm-hmm. company. Yeah. So, what have you? What did you do beforehand? Also flowers. Okay, yeah, worked for a few um, different companies. Yeah. Lovely. And have you enjoyed being on your own? Yes. Okay. Um, You've always been based in Cape Town. Paul. So in more Paul. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Yes. Okay. Fabulous. Okay. And then we've got Angie as well. Angie, tell us a little bit about both your companies and what you guys are about. Hi everyone. I am Angie from My Pretty Vintage and now also Ombre Events. Um, we are a decor and floral design company based in Pardon Island. We have a warehouse there full of wonderful, lovely things. Uh, so we have two sides to the business. We have My Pretty Vintage, which deals with all the pretty vintage elements and mm-hmm. then ombre events which is a new venture opening up to the corporate and modern kind of bride not so vintage yeah. 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 <laughs> I like your looking thinking for out of the box so we can do some crazy installations or you know just think kind of not just normal we want to challenge ourselves as creative people sure. um, yeah and that's what we do stunning fabulous so why we did this this particular interview is because we've realized I mean I, I specialize in flowers and decor and, and try to steer a little bit away from planning now just because of family life and whatever and Tombi is a planner in Johannesburg um, so you've got a couple of weddings down here mm-hmm. um, coming up this year right right um, we've just realized that how things are done in Joburg and Cape Town are completely different. So um, I think here you you don't do flowers and decor. Is that correct, or do you like from a from a client's perspective, if she's coming from overseas or coming from Cape uh, Joburg, getting married here, what? Do you, what does a florist and decor company do here and what is different? We, I think what we do is quite different to others okay. and it's kind of only metamorphosized, oh it's a big word for today. Someone's at their coffee. It's only kind of created that way 
over need and want from our clients. Okay. So okay. initially we started just doing decor and then we would outsource a lot and then it became to, uh, okay, well, can't you do the flowers as well? Yes. yes, we can. And then we're now doing lighting as well. We're doing draping and it just makes it easier for our clients' experience okay. to be able to offer the full package. Okay. Right. But I do know there's a lot of companies that just are florists or just decor hire okay. and then the client has to then put everyone together on the day. Yeah, which can become quite challenging. Yeah. I think Absolutely. that's it. From a venue perspective, what would you say is quite different here versus everywhere else? Yeah, I think we often get companies like Angie saying, I get doing everything, um, but we get a lot of people coming from overseas to our venue, do destinations, weddings. Um, yeah, I usually recommend them getting a coordinator yes. to actually put everything together. Get your right. get someone who specializes in lighting, get someone who specializes in drapery, right. someone who specializes in flowers. But if you can't afford having a coordinator, rather get someone also to be able to do all of it, but to know that you get someone who's really, that you can trust. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there are people out there who really you can't trust. Yeah, so 100%. No. So it's yeah, nice to know that you have a reliable um, supplier. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, why do you find that in Cape Town, so in Cape Town I know it's definitely not the norm for mm-hmm. planners to be highly recommended. I mean, that's the norm for planners to be yeah. highly recommended. Whereas in Joburg, the venues norm. actually prefer to tell the clients that you don't need a planner, we'll do everything for you, whatever the case is. I mean, I mean, there's huge issues with that statement it's in so itself. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, 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 I think it's, yeah, really 100%. every venue is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know from our side, we offer a venue manager on the day, we have a maitre d'. So I always recommend to people, it's not really necessary to have an on-the-day coordinator. Right. Should you have a coordinator, try to get someone from the beginning up to right at the end. Right, 100% to go through the yes. entire process. How often are you um, working on your own, not necessarily with a planner in Cape Town? Because it's, it's, it's a done thing that you yeah. have to have a planner Planic, here. Yeah, yeah. it's like man. No, we, we have probably 50-50. So oh, so 50-50? Yeah, we do do a lot of uh, events with wedding planners. Mm-hmm. At Neustadt, actually, yes. um, but we also do a lot of where clients come contact us ourselves, mm. and I think maybe because we offer quite a full spectrum, yes. they're quite comfortable. And I am a wedding planner by nature, yes. I've been doing it in the industry for fifteen, seventeen I love it by years. Nature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so probably because we offer a little bit mm. more, right. um, we can actually do everything on the day. Yeah, but sure. we always say, if we don't do it, get someone yeah. else to do it. Yeah. So much yeah. work. It takes a lot of your stress away. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Elizabeth, from your side, being a florist, like, do you do you prefer to deal with the planner? Do you prefer to deal with the client directly? What is your? I enjoy working with a client because then you get to know them get to know really what's their style because they have so much input already from family you sometimes feel that the planners come in and they have their own agenda and their own (laughs) like this is kind of style I would Want yeah. to be associated. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'm enjoying dealing with the bride. You like bride and, the and the grooms and, and the grooms. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> 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 buy one, one get one free. Yes. <laughs> um, what do you find? Do you <laughs> think? <laughs> <laughs> That's really how it is. Um, but what do you find is the trend? Um, and I'm trying to think now in terms of the Cape Town bride 
three years ago and the Cape Town Brides that you find you're dealing with now in 2017. What do you find is different, uh, particularly perhaps even in their design styles for their florals, what they're looking for, perhaps in budgets, perhaps in size of weddings? I'm going to start with Mitty again over here. What, do you, what, what are trends that are actually affecting uh, like a Cape Town bride or somebody getting married in Cape Town? I think yeah, at Neutraft, our venue is quite big, right. so we do quite like, your bigger size weddings. Um, what do you guys consider big? I want a minimum of 120 people. <laughs> okay, what's your um, max? Maximum 300 people. Okay. Um, although we have the opportunity to do a marquee tent outside okay, right. in our garden, so we can do 500, 600 people as right. well. Okay. Um, but inside in our hall, um, we have a lot of space to play around with. Our ceiling is very high. Mm-hmm. So people love doing things out of the roof. Right. Um, installations okay. have... <laughs> Oh, and everybody and in Joburg runs overhanging. Yeah. None of our babies are Yeah, People can do it. People love doing it now. Um, almost do more out of the roof than on the tables. It's yeah. 100%. Um, do you know, there's barely anything on the table yeah. now. Yes. Essentially coming from the ceiling, which is great. Look, yeah. you wish. Dreams, dreams, dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we see a lot of rose gold at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, people do play around with different colors. You still get your softer, pale pink colors. Sure. But, yeah, I think more and more get darker colors. People never go out of Are you finding, I mean, we, we've always looked at it from, it's, it's like a chalk and cheese. Yeah, we, we always found that um, Joburg would always use a lot of flowers. The trend was a lot of flowers. And we would see uh, Cape Town very minimalistic, very arty. And oh, is that changing? I think because so, yes. I, you, it is and isn't. So we actually did a, about two weeks ago, we had five weddings in one weekend. Mm. And we had our flowers laid out. Yeah. And it was so beautiful to actually see the diversity yeah. in each yes. different oh. style. Yeah. Like the one uh, wedding we did was Cerise Pink and Spray Gold Pineapple. Mm. Then the other one we did, it was kind of just like greenery and blue floral runners. So like four runners down the table. The other one was kind of gold, uh, um, kind of romantic uh, Roman urns Mm, with pastels. Mm. And every wedding was actually completely different. Yeah. Um, no, I find people really put their own stamp into things. Yes, right. It's changing mm-hmm. to become It's themselves. not like this one fashion yeah. trend and people yeah. are just following that. Because, I mean, we, we, we can't kind of really are over the pink and yes. the baby colour. Oh. Another thing in Joburg that's becoming a, a norm is that they, we no longer have like an actual defined season of wedding season. People are kind of now getting married whenever they can get married. I know that in Cape Town it's always been kind of different, even in terms of the days of the week. You have you guys have people getting married on a Monday. You get people married today. Yes, no, you've got a wedding today. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So, what do you find in terms of um, wedding season in Cape Town? What was definitive? definitively wedding season and what do you think that's becoming now? I think at Neutraft, I think we are one of the busiest venues. Right. Um, we're busy right through winter as well, but we are well equipped for it. We right. do have a chapel, we do have okay, yeah. inside areas for everything. 
it is our rainy season, so mm-hmm. people are always worried about what do we do, where do we go if it's raining. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I think there are places definitely that can't cater for everything, so then it does get a bit more quiet. Yeah. And budgets. I think a lot of venues yeah. are also offering a, a kind yeah. of a week of promotion. Yeah. But also that's not a bad thing because mm. then you can also maybe do a weekday wedding, mm. get all the flowers and the best caterers that you yes. want. Yeah. With, you know, yeah. I mean, our June July pumps now. Yeah, yeah. we really yeah. are. Like, we yeah. like okay. Well, we were, we were hoping to yeah. close for a week or two and go on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely changing. Um, and then I wanted to find out who is more expensive. And I've got all of you guys now around the table. Yeah, you being the planner, right? Yeah. <laughs> the planner coming out. Yeah, must be devil's advocate. Who do you find is more expensive in terms of? venue actually in terms of your whole wedding is it more expensive to get married with 100 guests in Joburg versus getting married in Cape Town with 100 guests all things considered with decor and everything where do you find the biggest spend is becoming because I do have a lot of clients who are from Joburg who want to get married down here and obviously minus the travel element so don't include travel as a thing because that that's an added thing as the weddings which do you think is the more expensive place to get married and why do you think that is who wants to answer first? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I think Cape Town mm. being your wine farm, yeah. so, you know, they tend to be a lot more expensive in mm. a on a venue side, yeah. I would say. Yeah. But then they also do offer accommodation. Yeah. So then you are getting a bit of a better I think the reason why I would I would definitely say Cape Town mm. is the more expensive option why because you've got the international trade yes. and then that the I mean you know and Tommy, we, are, you know, we are we are dealing with a local market in, right. in Johannesburg and a lot of the Johannesburg clients are wanting to come get married down in, in Cape, Cape Town, Town because it's different right yeah different 100%. but you know it, it I think it's because of the international markets and uh, with the the rand dollar exchange it's very cheap for people to come and get married here how often how many of your clients are international clients coming or clients that maybe are South African but maybe coming home yeah, to get, get married a lot, a lot yeah. of them yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, most of the families are still here. Or yeah. I get a lot of people saying, well, they got engaged in Cape Town. They want to come back for the wedding in Cape sure, Town. Yeah. Sure, um, Especially people from Joburg. Right. Um, right. I just think, it, yeah, you know what I think? I think, I think what it is is that Cape Town, it's the same as the restaurants here. You know, um, my best friend lives down here. And she always says you can, you can literally eat at a different place every day of the week. Yeah. Yes. Um, for the entire year, Huge two years straight. And, you might, and you, you might not end up at the same place because that's just how... Um, Diverse Cape Town. You can also have all the seasons in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I got here on Sunday and I was like in a sundress, and Tommy's like, "Girl, I stopped at the Woolies and I was like, Yeah. So, so I just find that I think I think Joburg just has you know these venues to yeah. offer, whereas Cape Town has so many different options in terms of mm. venues and so many venues that you can use very differently. Yeah. No one wedding ends up being the mm. same at the different venues because people use you know the the paths within the uh, within the trees and you know are there any restrictions I mean you've obviously worked especially yourself and you've worked at a lot of different mm. um, venues is there any particular restrictions that venues give you when working there in case so, yeah. interestingly we actually are working with a venue who I won't mention um recently sent an email saying they're not even going to set the tables anymore so they won't put on their own linen their own cutlery wow. their own crockery their own glassware the couple, sure. even if they're doing DIY, have to do it themselves. Wow. Which so are they literally just giving strange. you the shell? Yeah. 
which I thought, well, part of your venue higher should be. Right. So we, there's restrictions in terms of when we have access and when we need a breakdown, mm-hmm. and depending on when mm-hmm. there's another event, if we need to get in at five o'clock in the morning, well, that if there's another event coming. Yeah. Uh, but generally, most venues understand that we it's we're doing it for the same client. Yes. Right. Right. So it's not our wedding or theirs, it's actually the client's wedding. Yeah. So we yeah. have to have that teamwork element in That's there. maybe yeah. what we lack a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely find, um, you see, in, in Joburg, I genuinely think um, it really is about my company and how best this yeah. is going to serve my company. Yeah. Uh, which I feel, uh, that's why I always say it's actually an advantage to have a wedding planner because you have somebody who's reminding people exactly. that this isn't actually about you, I just need you to actually get it done for the client. But um, I find in Cape Town, really is a banding together of people because no, you guys it's, kind it's, of it's a big industry but it's a small industry yeah. very much so yes um, and you need to work on your relationships otherwise 100%. you're not going to get anywhere 100% 100% you have to keep that you intact. have to work together 100% what would you say for somebody who is listening to the podcast and is planning from perhaps overseas or from Joburg or whatever the case is, what would you say are a couple of key factors to remember if they are planning remotely um, to, to have a wedding here? What questions do they need to ask? What things do they need to consider to make their process a lot easier? And let's say this person perhaps doesn't have access or won't be able to afford a wedding planner. Mm. What are particular things that you think are, are key when planning a wedding, especially remotely? Yeah. Oh, Get yeah. an idea of how much you can afford mm. because there's pointless going out and wanting a massive beautiful installation if mm. you can't afford it mm-hmm. so don't waste your time looking at those pictures mm. or your uh, your supplier's time getting a quote mm. of something you can't afford yeah. so get an idea split it up and go cool I've got this much for a venue this much for a photographer this much for deck or mm. flowers and then start your planning process because yeah. if you don't but at the same time it's hard to know how much things are until you actually start right. to Right. Which then maybe leads to a follow-up question to say how much generally should somebody be planning for a wedding of let's say a hundred people in Cape Town? You know, if you're not doing well, you you worked on it. Have you have you worked it out? Because we've got a good idea per head in total what a good Budget, not like an average wedding would cost. Hey, mm-hmm. what we what we what figure are you using? It's minimum for me. I always say minimum a thousand five hundred rand per guest. That's exactly. I was going to say, and that. and that's not even something that's that's like over too much. No, that's, I would that's, say two two five nine for me. With mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I think we can get away with something decent. Yeah. Like I'm saying, it's not going to be many, many flowers, you know, open bar. It's not going to be no. everything. Over the top. No. Yeah, it's just going to be basic. It will be pretty, you will mm. be married, people will eat. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll yeah, have some yeah, yeah, and people but will But I always say, we, we just did a wedding at Hawksmoor where it was for 24 guests. And they had the same budget as another wedding for 120 guests. Right. And they did it, and they did it well. Right. Yeah. So right. if you want to have this beautiful, yeah. looking, extravagant, lovely, mm. bling, bling, I'll remember it forever wedding, right. cut your guest list yeah. down. Yeah. And spend that money quantity. where you actually, yeah. you will remember. Yeah, 100%. Because will you actually 
see your 150, 200 guests on the yeah. day and mm. actually go around and spend time with yeah. each other. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, and I think we're seeing that happening. Yeah. People realize, yes, yeah, but I don't have to invite the whole family that I haven't yeah. seen for mm. years and years. I always say to clients, like, okay, yes, you're working with some somebody and you want to invite your colleagues, but how long are you going to be there for? Exactly. Like, are you going to be there in two, three years' yeah. time and are you still going to want to talk to that person? Yeah. Why invite them to your wedding just yeah. because they work with you? Yeah, 100%. That sounds and, terrible. And, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, no, no, 100%. And I always say to create an experience, and, and my whole thing about weddings is that you do want to create an experience. Doesn't matter where you have your wedding, your guests are going to be spending money. And even if, um, and even more so when it's in Cape Town, because people are going to travel and accommodation and it becomes a weekend thing now for your guests, um, make it an experience that they're going to remember. So don't, exactly. so don't shortcut it for, for budgeting. And like, and like Angie was saying, be aware of your budget so that you know how much you're going to spend on mm. clients. Speaking about weekends, now, because obviously if somebody's doing their wedding in Cape Town, especially if they're not from here, usually they do turn it into a weekend thing. What do you think is the best time filler for maybe the guests over a three-day period um, that they could do maybe cost-effectively either for their guests or for themselves um, that makes that experience a full or a full weekend for, for somebody playing Wine tasting, Town. Oh, there's so much. Yeah. 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 So much yeah. Chubbers, Table Mountain. Yeah, no, we Town. often see or I hear from people saying like Friday night they will all go to a beach venue. Right. And then Saturday night's actual wedding celebration that will be at the Wildlands venue Sunday morning they go for a picnic breakfast somewhere 100% Um, there's really just so much to do and that's actually what I was trying to get at is that um, people need to remember that as much as Cape Town is known for the Wildlands if you're getting married in the Wildlands do something very different don't spend the entire weekend there because there is other stuff to do go into town and and, you know go on a safari yes 100% there's a lot more picking yes That now that brings me to the okay strawberry picking. There's not many strawberries at the moment, eh? <laughs> no, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Now we it's very dry down here at the moment. It's actually quite scary mm-hmm. driving around coming mm-hmm. from Joburg where everything is green. I feel like I'm in a garoo. <laughs> 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 like from you, being a florist, like what are the challenges challenges you're facing at the moment because it's so dry? Well, luckily for us. Depends on color of the year is lime green. So that helps with the green. Because <laughs> that is, especially me, I love working with foliage. Living in the Boerland, that's one of the perks, having a yes. company um, in the Boerland, even Cape Town. We have access to the most incredible textures and greens. Yeah. But it is, it's really becoming, um, yeah. Because, I mean, like... I mean, we're part of a, a floral group on, on Facebook, and you know, as florists, we we kind of we use a lot of water, yeah. we waste, we cut a lot of the stems off, mm. and I mean, especially when st- times are, it's how many days left have we got of water? Well, with last week was a hundred, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's scary. Like, and we and we use water all the time, yeah. um, but we've become very conscious. So yeah. we, yes. I mean, we are do you recycling it? What are you so doing? We, what a couple of weekends ago yeah. who had 16 buckets of water but I took those home and I haven't actually watered my garden in about six months mm-hmm. okay. so all the water that we use at the office with all the flowers mm-hmm. I take that home and then water my garden mm-hmm. yeah I'm doing so the same I, you know we shower with a bucket in our shower yeah. and really? you'll be so surprised how much water you actually 
waste gets all your energy waste. Yeah. 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 And it's actually, I think it's a good thing with this drought, in a way, to become mm. more conscious. Yeah, and it was, I think before we just took it for granted. Yes. Yeah. Right. Now when you start monitoring how much water you're using, yeah. Yeah. How's it, if, say there's 100 days now, mm. how's it going to affect your business? And therefore your client's price. It will like definitely, how, how? Well, a lot of our flowers come from Johannesburg. Like, yeah. um, how are you going to soak your aces if you can't open the tank? <laughs> it just well, you can still get bottled water. Yeah. So that unfortunately will inflate our prices. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. But hopefully okay. we are doing the rain dance every right. day. Right. right. We will pay for rain. Positivity. Yeah. Yeah. And have you found that, is there particular flowers that you get here? And is there particular flowers that you get from the, the market in Johannesburg? Like proteas, don't you get your proteas from here? Yeah. You don't get them from that, that, That's me, especially in the Boerland, there's lovely um, Pretoria farms, so yeah. I get it locally. Directly from yeah, it's, I love, um, you know, getting supporting, with it, yeah, supporting local, mm-hmm. yeah. your Angie, and obviously you kind of get to pick the most beautiful ones. Stunning. Yeah. yeah, but they're that's smart the big thing pretty I yeah. think okay. do you find that that inflates your price a little bit in terms of the flowers because you do have to import a lot from Joburg so just maybe maybe Carly if you can explain to somebody who's listening who has no clue on how you know flowers and ordering mm. flowers and stuff works in South Africa how does that work and how would that then in turn affect mm. the business in, in Cape Town so so what happens is we all buy our flowers on, on auction so whether you're in Cape Town Durban wherever there's generally a lot of the, the, the well a lot of the the florists are getting their flowers from an agent. Right. So the agent sits on the market. The, the farmers are sending their flowers onto the auction. Okay. And then it works on a matter of supply and demand. And then the agents would buy, obviously, for their various florists that they right. are providing. For. And this market is based in Joburg. Yes. Right. And we even have like the Angolan buyers buying for the whole of Angola. Right. But um, for Cape Town, they're having to have. They've got agents that sit by for them. Then they have to box them, and you have to. They fly them. them down, yeah. They courier them, and they fly. Or they either fly them, or it, it gets driven Most down. Time flight, yeah. The flights, because I mean, this yeah. Yeah. and they're yeah. boxed. Do you collect them from the airport? The airport. Mm, okay. Right. And then, do you, don't you lose a lot of your flowers sometimes in in transport because they, don't they get damaged? Depending on what flowers, mm. and depending on um, when they were picked or when they were mm. transported. Yes. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. if it burning on a Monday yeah. or Tuesday, you know, so depending on when mm. it's sent over. But also, if you have beautiful roses you actually want them a little bit more in advance so they can open so on the day they've actually opened enough and look fresh and beautiful and you must have to be super super organized when it comes to how many your quantities and things like that because you can't just go back to the market we just go back to the market the next day oh we can buy enough flowers we're off and go already I just oh can you imagine Sure. I can't. I don't do well, it. I have a little habit of overordering. Yeah. Um, which one does it? I thank goodness for that. <laughs> Depend on it entirely. And then you kind of like, oh, I've got these extra flowers. Let me just add a little bit. That's yeah. right. Let me yeah. add a little bit there. Oh, go that sign anyway. looks a little bit bare. Let yeah. me like put a little garland on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, but overordering is something I think we have to do. And mm, I, you know what I've also seen, just because there's a there's this Facebook group and it's all florists and everyone. I've seen here um, that we're a lot more talkative. Yes, first of all, I'm like, where do you find the time? Yeah, but right. like, there seems to be you guys are very um, close, and yes. in terms of like we were just chatting earlier that um, the one day 
the, the flowers didn't come that you had ordered and they now Jade or one of your friends now having to see what she's got yes. I mean we would actually we don't yeah. do that but that's that's why I'm saying it's only a recent thing yeah I mean I think we the, the flower collective actually got together only about a year and a half yes. ago yeah and it's actually opened us all to realize we're Yes, we're in a business and we're in competition, yeah. but it can be a friendly, healthy yeah. competition. And it's fabulous. We're actually helping each other. Yeah. So if I've got something that I'm, I've got extra, I'll mm. post it going. And they do. They usually go and fetch it from each other. Right. It's amazing. Right. I'm like, do you have this for me? Do you have that for me? Or I've got this. And it's we actually meet for coffee. Right. And it's uh, we've become. And we help each other. So if we don't have a wedding mm. on, if you need me, hey, I'm here yeah. for you. Right. And, it, and, it, and also they talk about pricing. And mm. this client has emailed me saying, about this budget has anyone else got it and it's just like this this we're really there's this uniform it's like a yeah. unity it's quite I, nice and I, I really appreciate that Coral has um, put it has together absolutely. and put together and it takes a lot of work to, to keep it going and I realise yeah. where because also we have a um, a time where we mm. can you know, say our yes. thing, and it also know it helps us know that we're not the only ones yeah. right. that are either going through an issue with not getting a flyer no. in time, right. or yeah. you know having difficulty with the venue, yes. right. or you know. So we're actually, we're having one voice, yes. yeah. and we're actually understanding how much are you charging for this arrangement yeah. versus somebody else, yeah. and we're collectively now saying, let's do this. Mm. as a standard right. as an industry standard so we're not having clients going but I can get that cheaper yeah. 100% I think I think wow I didn't even it's know you fabulous. guys yeah I didn't even yeah. know you guys had such a good and I think I could just be called um, it's, it, it, for me I think that works especially to the client's benefit because That's then it cool. genuinely does become a skill set and who you're drawn to in terms mm-hmm. of supplier um, you know I always say we can't I cannot get all the clients in the world it's just impossible but I would rather we should the clients and we support each other because sometimes there are weddings that are much bigger than what your team can handle and how nice how nice would it be if you could pick up the phone Mm. and know that somebody genuinely is going to help you Mm. and without any holds bar or or, or any self-serving I mean I've done it where I'm doing this installation I've never done before can anyone give me helps and tips and guidance and then everyone goes yeah do it this way do it this way that's great that's brilliant I think that's absolutely brilliant what would you say to somebody, and maybe Elizabeth can pitch in here, for somebody that's perhaps starting their business and um, you know navigating the, the hard times or whatever the case is, what do you think they could take from a business in, in Cape Town and a group like that? What can they do to, to, I don't know, to make their journey better or to make their business more successful, maybe in terms of mindset or things that they could possibly do for their business? What do you think they can take? I'll start with you, Elizabeth, because yours is like yeah. the newest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I must say this specific group has been such a blessing to me, first of all, because I was so used to big teams being part of a team and now most of the times I'm, I'm on my own and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I miss team. And yeah. then I get the opportunity, like my pretty vintage, I go and freelance for them yeah. and I get in, into a team again and we pull this amazing wedding off and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. So that's definitely one of the things. And then pricing. Yeah. You know, like actually just yesterday I had a client that was inquiring about floral crowns. Mm. And oh, then, wait, I was going to mention flower yeah, crowns. Yeah. Everybody wants flower yeah. crowns. Right. But people and have like, no idea <laughs> the time and the effort that goes into that. Absolutely. So I got a reply, no, thank you, we're not going to use your services. And I was so upset. 
and then I posted on the group, you know, just to make sure my prices was mm. in check. And yeah. some people said, no, you're asking to, to, to cheat. Yeah, yeah. How much were you charging for a flower crown? 300 rand for a no, while. I, 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 I do it like 650 yeah. um, because there are so it's much work. Hard, yeah. And I did it, my, my sister-in-law, um, she wanted a flower crown for a, a kitchen tea and end up, she ended up upstaging the, the bride. <laughs> she also had one. But I, I said to her, come and make it with me. So she was see. blown away yeah. at the time and she says I- I'm not surprised you charged this because yeah. you know yeah, it's a definitely. lot of effort um, and a, I think it's, a, it's an art it's an art that's right it's a creative it's, art that is the thing anyway, it's an art piece that we pour our hearts and souls mm. and time into yeah. right right um, with that being said, what do you think is a misconception about flowers? Like, for example, like you're saying, the flower crowns. People expect it to be a, a, almost a cheaper way out mm. to make something pretty or to make their bridal party prettier. And, you know, they are blown away by prices or whatever the case is. Um, I find another thing that uh, brides think is greenery. Greenery oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just do kilometers of yeah, green kilometers. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they, and they think it, it's going to be cheaper and they don't realize that, that if that's going to replace your flowers because originally it was meant to be a filler. Now what I do with, when we do a greenery run, I will say, okay, so you've got 100, te- 100 guests, how many tables? So 10. So your average length of a table is 2.4. Yeah. Plus you've got your hangs, which is one meter each side. Yeah, right. So you've actually got 4.5 meters per table. Right. Yes. Times by 10. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to now sit and do 30, however, 30, 40, yeah, meters, yeah, 40 meters of greenery runners. This is how much it's going to charge. Yeah. And then I think they then understand, oh, that yeah, is where yeah. the price comes in. It's the amount of, even when you're doing a, yeah. um, you know, a kind of garland for a cer- yeah. ceremony, mm. it's still a lot of work. Yeah. Of, and yeah. foliage, yes, they say greenery is out there, but that's a team going out. Picking Still. the greenery, yeah. that's two hours of their time, mm. bringing it back, conditioning Making sure it, the leaves are clean. Exactly, right. taking <laughs> off all the, you know, the leaves and insects, all exactly. those things. Yeah. It's still a process. 100%. Uh, I have a question for you. Like, in terms of the venues, you obviously see a lot of florists come yes, in yeah. and go. And is there anything that, from a venue perspective, that you would really like florists to do or change? Or, or not do. Not <laughs> do. You know, like... That, like, really goes, oh, I hate it when they do this. Yeah. Um, there are just some flower people really make coming and make a mess in your venue and yeah. they don't realize like someone needs to clean up and they not all of them right. but there are some of them really just leaving the mess right there leaving your place yeah or I mean we have rules sets um, every venue has their rules yeah. we do want the whole setup must be done before a certain time. Right. They don't always realize that, you know, our staff also needs to go have a break before mm. the wedding starts, mm. um, before we work another 12-hour shift, for right. example. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's each to their own. Some people, they are very well organized. Mm. They come in, they clean, they neat, they, you know. Mm. I always say to, um, like with our students doing the flower course, I always say you're always on show. So it doesn't matter Mm. if you are setting up, Mm. it has to be neat, it has to be tidy and look organized because you don't know who's coming around that venue to view the venue. And they see the chaos and they think, oh my gosh, these people are super disorganized. But actually you may be just quietly organized chaos. Um, I had now, last weekend actually, there was a supplier. Um, I'm busy showing people around the venue, 
doing a viewing, and then the supplier is going off at one of her staff members swearing. And I'm while like, you're doing a viewing, well, I'm oh, trying to no. sell my venue, yeah. uh, and I need to stand there. And I'm like, those are not our people. <laughs> <laughs> Clients' choice, yeah. Um, and, yeah, people don't realize that they're always on show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you typically say, and, again, this now feeds back into that labor cost that I sometimes feel clients don't understand. And I always, you know, you know, as a planner, I always say, if the the depot people or whoever say to me, Dombu, we have to bring in 20 people to, to do this right, I'm going to support it. Because if I'm going to short you on your staff, yes. then something's going to go wrong. Time. Yeah, some time, or it's not going to get done properly, or you won't be able to type certain things or whatever. In terms of um, a wedding setup, what do you think is the ideal kind of number of team members? Because I always say to my clients that um, if you're going to do a big wedding, you're going to need a lot of suppliers to pull that off. You cannot get away from it. But ideally, let's say for a hundred people wedding, you know, ten people per table and a main table with a ceremony mm-hmm. and, and all of that stuff. Typically, for a decor setup. How many people would you have working on that particular wedding? And I'm not saying maybe installations. Let's just talk tabletops, you know, basic, basic stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think on average can a client expect? Um, well, feeds into, it's not going to justify the entire cost, but yeah. it feeds into some well, of that cost. I always like to say when you are a venue and you have waiters, mm. you generally have one waiter per and table. Yeah. That should also apply when to you're setting table. up. Exactly. Because the amount of... It's so true. Right? Yeah. It actually goes That's into exactly right. putting things together. Yeah. It should be relevant. Mm-hmm. So if you have one person dedicated to ten people pouring the wine then one person should be dedicated to that table. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, yeah. So that's where we kind of work it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I also hope brides realize that the more complicated your table is, and there's no such thing as, you know, overly detailed or whatever. You want what you want, and that's totally fine. But if you are going to be a DIY bride who perhaps works with, like, a, a, a decor hiring company or a florist or whatever the case is, that setup on the day, that labor cost could really knock you out because mm-hmm. if you've got you know 400 guests and everyone gets a particular favor and a name card and a this and a that you know you know napkin detail and all of that stuff it all starts to add up because you know time you, yeah, yeah time and don't underestimate how long it takes, takes. now yeah. i'm going to ask you a question how, for a wedding of 100 120 people how many hours go into that wedding just from fl- a flower and decor perspective so Before if a bride in, to- in total. So if, if a bride is now thinking, do I do the flowers and decor and set up myself? Or do I get a florist and decor company to do it? How many, for just 120 people, how many hours would, how many hours do you say that, that man hours? Wow, that's a lot. Because yeah. if you think on average, we do, I mean, at the moment we're dealing with 50 weddings. Yeah. Right? So we are, they come to us and we conceptualize and we talk yeah. about what you want and the color schemes and things. That's two hours. Mm. Then we set, do a quotation that takes us two to three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Then we send it out. That's another 10 minutes on an email. Then a mock then table. Mock table, then changes. Mm. Then on the day, well, prepping, mm. we probably take two days to prep. Mm-hmm. Getting the aces, yeah. getting yeah. the cutters, getting the ribbon, getting the candles, getting so the... So it's 48 prepping. hours. Minimum, just minimum. before the wedding. Oh, yeah. And then on the day, it's six to eight hours, mm-hmm. depending on what we have to do. Now, I've so done an probably... Ex- I've done a very interesting okay. exercise with the students when I say, how long... I, I yeah. just throw it out there. How long do you think it takes to do a mock-up? Yeah. And we actually... I literally did it step-by-step step to go and get your aces, to go and get your flowers, to set it up. You know, it takes between seven to eight hours just to prep one mock-up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
100%. Or you do a few a week. Yeah. And, 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 this is, and this is the thing. Um, you know, and I'm glad that you mentioned mock-ups. I grapple with clients. Every single client battles with the cost of a mock-up. Yeah. And they are just blown up. Why should we try, why should we pay for it? <laughs> yes. Because what if we don't go with them or what if we don't like it? Yeah. And I constantly have to then break down what yes, actually goes into it. And you are being undercharged by a gazillion oh, cents. Exactly. It's, it's the same with the floral crowns because exactly. for, for one table's mock-up, you use maybe three or four flowers of a bunch, mm. but you need to buy all the, the different four bunches, bunches. Yes. Yes. to get an overall picture. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And and like you're saying, the time as well. Your I day mean, can you cost. do you, do you have an average that you charge for mock-up? Minimum a thousand. Yeah, divide that by eight hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you haven't even bought flowers yet. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like it, it doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't cover. And and that's yeah. My next question in Cape Town: Is there an average cost that you guys charge, or do you particularly? do it per because I'm finding now in Joburg uh, you know before they used to say it was a thousand rand you know it started three years ago it was like 550 rand yes. for a mock-up or some people didn't even charge yeah <laughs> some people didn't charge I won't mention any actually, names <laughs> theoretically it should cost how much it Your is flowers. on the desk exactly yes. so if exactly. your table flowers are 1,500 rand, it should cost you 1,500 rand to get that table. Yeah. Right, right. If not more, because it's time. And also you buy more bunches in. Yeah, 100%. So, 100%. And what and I always say, good, it is good to do a mock-up, so then we know what you yeah. like and don't yeah. like, mm. and if you want to change anything. Yes. I think a lot of couple, uh, companies do mock-ups and they take the knock. Yes. They're not actually charging. They're definitely not. Yeah. We don't charge what we should be charging. Right. If we had to, yeah. we should be charging. And for a thousand rand, yeah. when you look at all the work, you're probably looking. You should actually charge about four or five thousand rand. Yeah, just for the time. But I'm yeah. finding so yeah, even if you're, you're a DIY bride right. and you're getting on team Sally really? yeah. to do your wedding table, do a mock-up because oh, please do a mock-up. Uh, the, one of the the girls uh, that are new students, mm. she actually got, and that's why now she's a doing wedding planning yeah. she got married before her friends actually did her tables she sat at her ta- at her main, main table, table going that's not what I wanted yeah that's not what I wanted nice. yeah. and you don't want that to happen mm. anyway yeah because people are going to make their own call on the day and say oh there's not enough this so let's just yeah. put this so make sure you do cases. your mock-up even if you are doing it yourself sure 100% just to, to finish off with mock-ups what can people actually expect from a mock-up um, and I think Cape Town might be different to Joburg and you know correct me if I'm wrong <laughs> coffee um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, do you not give your client champagne <laughs> <laughs> that's what we have <laughs> But what can they expect in terms of what they can see and what the experience is of a mock-up? Um, particularly in Joburg, I know it's pretty much a full setup. You know, the clients want to see the exact table that will be used if possible. You know, if you're going to use a glass square or a wooden table. Or, everything. You know, they, they would like to see it as close as possible to what you're actually going to do on the day. Is that different in Cape Town or, or what yeah, is the experience of it? I think we try it. and replicate yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what it should be. Do you do it at the venue? Do What times of the day do you do it? What is the norm? Some venues struggle to allow us to do mock-ups there okay, just yeah. because they're so busy or they have their own okay, functions. I do mock-ups at, at every venue. venue. And well, we also just don't have the time. We do go out a lot. Yeah. But because yeah, we are so busy, like it's like Friday, Saturday, yeah. and we have weddings, you can't do a mock-up And then while Monday, Tuesday weddings. Mm. But we yeah. actually like, prefer it in a, a warehouse because, because if you back. want to change anything, you can there's a whole array of things to change. It's sometimes better to actually... But it's almost better to really visualize it in a venue. Exactly. Especially like with us, I mean, with the high roof. Right. Oh, do the first yeah. one, the first one, like a dry one, yeah. with no flowers, 
at the warehouse and you can change and then do a full flower one oh, so do you like two if they want yeah. oh really yeah I, I mean we have 17 guys to do it at the venue <laughs> but sure can you imagine trying to do every mock-up at a venue yeah. we did 17 was our most mock-ups Oh one, one, one client, she did 17 mock-ups. I'm going to tell her to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was somebody who didn't, couldn't visualize until she yeah, saw. Really. And because Pinterest, our beautiful uh, lovely yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always say a curse to us a blessing yeah. to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many and she was planning so in advance and she didn't know. And she'd see like a beautiful natural table with a greenery runner. Yeah. And then she'll see a beautiful grey tablecloth with this. And then mm. it was... Yeah. She, couldn't visualize until it's actually together. Yeah. It's very difficult. A lot of clients don't, they're not able to visualize. Right, yeah. And, and, and that's the difficult part. And, and as much as they aren't able to visualize, there becomes that frustration at a mock-up because now they can't see what they meant and now they trusted these people and the picture's not right and now they've spent money for this mock-up. And it can be a very overwhelming experience. But, you know, brides just need to remember that it, it, we're not taking it personal. We kind of just want to make but it But it's happy. okay to change yeah. it. You can if say you, to us, like what we like might be very different to what you like. Exactly, so or what we understood exactly. might have been very different to what ends up being yeah. out there. So just, you know, just actually say that, no, 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 I actually hate it. And people can actually redesign a flower. They've got the extra flowers or whatever. They can change their yeah. arrangement. Or, and sometimes, you know what we do is we'll have our tables set and if they come in and for something's not right or they want to change something, then we say, okay, fine. Can we ask you just to go out, sit in, in the, the lounge area and then we redo the table and then they come in again and then they're like, okay, yeah, so, you know, so sense, yeah. just to actually step away from And don't bring minutes. everyone. Oh, please don't bring oh, everyone. God. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Oh my God. Where yeah. can we print that on yeah. a big poster? People don't realize to deal with a panel yes, is so, very hard. Yeah. It's very hard. So, who would you recommend? I mean, we've said it before. And I think most people know who yeah. we what we yeah. who we would recommend. Who would you recommend to be at a market? The bride and the groom. That's, That's it. it. Yes. Done. That is it. I, I completely agree. And, and it's purely because you lose your own voice when you've got many people there. I always say to my clients, you know, it's one of the first things I say during the planning uh, meeting and you know that consult and I say to them, um, it's not worth losing your wedding over trying to please yeah, everyone absolutely. else. And the more people you have at every single meeting, the more difficult it would be to make a decision. So whether it's your dress, whether it's your cake, whether whether it's your deck or whether it's your whatever, the more people you have, the more difficult it is to, to, to make a decision. And you lose, you I've done it once about 15 years ago. I had a, um, with a consultation with the bride and the mum. And everything the bride was saying, the mum was like, nah, no, I don't mm. think we should do that. No, I don't think we should do that. I think later the bride don't even know what she wants. What she wants. Yeah. So yeah. I actually yeah. said to the mother, I said, so are you married? She said, yes. I said, so you've had your day. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm going to give you a coffee, magazine. Yes. I'm going to talk to your daughter about her day. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of understood. And they don't like it in the beginning, but yeah. they kind of she like digest it. And they're like, okay, it cool. Was, you yeah. know, she's yeah. had her moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pass it on. <laughs> do you find that because the clients are uh, paying, maybe the parents are paying, or whatever the case is, do you find that that plays a big role in deciding on a venue at least? And Definitely. Um, I often have couples coming to look at our venue saying, I want to bring my parents back first. I can't mm. make the decision without them seeing it, mm. which I completely understand. Mm. It's, I think your venue and catering is your biggest part Plus, of your budget. Yeah. Yeah. So Get them involved, but... Yeah, but it's the decision making. That's but the I do issue, find yeah. most of the time, you know, daddy's little girl says, "Daddy, I love it. I love this," and daddy will say, "Okay, fine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's, yeah. Bring the daddy. Yeah. Daddy's good. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's where the term "terminated" Daddy gives everything. But I do think, you know, in the end, I mean, the bride is still making the decision. Mm. Um, they just want someone else to also say yes, mm. you are right. Yeah, that reassurance that's, kind yes, of thing. Yeah, that push in the right direction. Look, this has been such so a cool. really good chat. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more weddings in Cape Town, and okay. I'm so excited because the community here is so completely different. It's yeah. so easy to work here because everyone just wants to yeah. band together and help the next person, which yeah. is really, really refreshing. Yeah. I hope we can. <gasps> God help us enjoy the okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say we, we live in two different countries. Yes, I almost need a passport to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, really good. Um, any closing comments from, and, and we'll start this way with Angie, any closing comments perhaps to a bride just before we close off? Uh, well, thank you for having me on the show. Um, and to a bride and a groom, mm. uh, is enjoy the process. Yeah. Don't get caught up in what is out there. Mm. Think about yourself, what you like. Be conscious, obviously, of budgets. And talk to each other. Right. Yes. And that is your day together, his as well as hers. Right. <laughs> Stunning. Yes. I have to agree with Angie. Um, sometimes I, the process comes to a point where I tell the bride, you have to give some stuff over because you're starting to lose the joy of, yes. of the day. Yeah. Um, so find someone that will be able to do it and trust them. Yeah, trust mm. them and give over. and. And be adventurous with the decorating flowers. I think we're living in such a creative um, time and there's so many creative companies. Um, yeah, find them and have a beautiful wedding day. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Let's see. Yeah, I think from a venue side, I also I always tell my brides and my grooms, please come and enjoy it. Um, don't get caught up in, and actually make scenes up or get stressed up about things that's really mm-hmm. unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Trust the people that you choose trust. to work with. Trust is yeah, the big thing. Hey, you start it, you've got to have, you, you get engaged, you should trust the guy. You should start <laughs> yeah. to trust your And trust yourself. Self. Yes. 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 Be, confi- be confident in the, the honesty of yourself yes. to each other. Yes. 100%. Oh, it was so nice to have you, and yeah, we, we look forward much. to sending you the podcast. Yes, and uh, we, we will be back down in Cape Town again to do another one and uh, thank you so so much thank you you. cliffcentral.com